Hey everybody, welcome to the Rugby Report. My name is Dwayne Burkhardt and, well, we're getting right down to it now, aren't we? The NPC season has just one game left. So who made it to the big dance and who went home? Let's find out. The semifinal round of the NPC playoffs began on Friday night with the oldest rivalry in New Zealand rugby. Wellington and Auckland played each other in their first rugby match in 1883, which literally makes this rivalry as old as Pinocchio, Treasure Island, and the Brooklyn Bridge. And it almost didn't happen this year because both teams barely made it to this semifinal after very narrow wins last week. Auckland came from behind and squeaked by North Harbor with a game-winning penalty kick at the buzzer, while Wellington had and then gave up a huge lead to Hawke's Bay and then had to hang on for dear life in order to move on. But they did. And, as I predicted, Wellington came into this match determined not to fall asleep on the job again. And just as they did last week against Hawke's Bay, Wellington started this game by going on a big run, racking up a 26-0 lead before Auckland even knew what hit them. Now, Auckland did wake up and scored two quick tries of their own, just before and just after halftime. But unlike last week, Wellington wasn't about to let Auckland back in this game. They simply dominated Auckland on both sides of the ball. Auckland's offense could do almost nothing against Wellington's defense. And on defense, Auckland players were often left just standing around, staring at each other, saying, I thought you had him. They didn't. In the end, it was not close. In fact, it was the first time in the 139-year history of these two teams playing that Wellington has ever scored more than 50 points against Auckland. The full-time score, Wellington 54, Auckland 19. Auckland's season is now over. And as I look back on it, well, it was a bit of a confusing one. At the beginning of the season, I thought Auckland had a good chance to win it all this year. And in fairness to them, they did make it to the semifinal round. But they often struggled against good teams, and in the end, they were simply unable to get into any kind of a rhythm against Wellington. But they have a lot of talent, and a lot of depth, and they will be back. Next up, we zip on down to Christchurch for the other semifinal match, where Canterbury was seeking the chance to win their first title since 2017, and the Bay of Plenty Steamers were looking for their first win in Christchurch since. 1975? You're kidding. Has it really been that long? And do we have to do one of those to put that in perspective things where we show what I looked like in 1975? We do. Okay. Here it is. Look, it was the 70s, okay? None of us really has any other excuse. Anyway, the steamers came into this game with some extraordinarily bad news. Starting fly half Caleb Trask, a central part of the team's offense, failed his head injury assessment and was not able to play in this game. This forced Bay of Plenty into a lineup that they hadn't been in all season, and a semifinal game is not a good time to make critical changes to your starting lineup. Still, under the circumstances, the Steamers played really well. Canterbury completely dictated the tone and pace of this game and immediately turned the game into a defensive battle, which is the opposite of what the Steamers needed. Still, 
again, the Steamers played, frankly, the best defense they've played all year. And while Canterbury seemed safely in control for the vast majority of the game, this wasn't a blowout by any stretch. In fact, 56 minutes in, this was still a one-point game. But Canterbury did control the pace of the game. And the Steamers weren't able to play the kind of fast-paced, high-octane offense that had been so successful for them all year. In the end, they were short a star player, they were on the road, and they were out of time. The full-time score, Canterbury 24, Bay of Plenty 10. And so, the Steamers go home for the summer. But I hope that they do so with their heads held high because they have a lot to be proud of this year. They beat some of the top teams in the league this season, and they took others right to their limits. And they made it all the way to the semifinals. But more importantly for me, they did all of that while very obviously having fun and by playing some of the best team rugby that I've ever seen in the NPC. So congratulations, Steamers. And we really look forward to seeing you in 2023. So that's it then. There's just one game remaining, the Grand Final. This Saturday, October 22nd, in Christchurch, at 19.05 New Zealand time, Canterbury will host the Wellington Lions for the 2022 NPC title. Christchurch is no stranger to championship teams. In the 26-year history of Super Rugby, the Christchurch Crusaders have played in a staggering 14 championship games, and won 11 of them. And on the women's side of the Provincial Rugby League, the Canterbury women have been league champions for the last four years in a row. But the Canterbury men haven't won a title since 2017. Is this their time? Not so fast, say the Wellington Lions. The Lions lost to Canterbury in Christchurch earlier this year. But that game was two months ago, and the Lions have been getting better and better on both sides of the ball since the last time these two teams met. The Lions are now on a nine-game winning streak, and they are playing their best rugby of the season. And as I've said, it is hard to beat the same team twice in a season. So who's going to win it all? Will Canterbury's now legendary will-to-win prevail? Or will this game of Christians and Lions Go to the Lions. I don't know. I think it's going to be a great game, and I'd be very surprised if it were a blowout either way. But I have to pick someone. And my gut tells me that while Canterbury has flustered and confounded and frustrated basically every team they've faced this year, including the Lions, I think this might just be the end of that road for them. And so I predict that the Lions will roar, and the title will go to Wellington. And that's it, folks. That's all I've got this week. One more time, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners on Spotify and our viewers on YouTube. Next week, we'll have a very abbreviated rugby report, where I will recap the grand final, and then I'll tell you about the future of the rugby report now that the NPC season is over. Until then, remember, according to another scientific study that I just made up, Watching the Rugby Report can dramatically reduce your chances of being abducted by aliens. I mean, it's literally never happened. Not to a single viewer. 
That's just science. See you next time. Because it was halftime and not halftime? Yeah. <laughs> Before and after halftime. It's like nap time, which I may need right now. In fact, it was the first time in the 139-year history of these two teams playing. Two teams? Tell me I've got to go all the way back to butt. Next up, we zip on down to Christchurch for the other semi-flannel? Flannel? It's a semi-flannel match, which is a new kind of fabric. It's like flannel, but maybe a little scratchier. We're not sure. We'll check. Okay. Okay.